It's interesting that uh, on a weekend where we celebrate what uh, some old men a long time ago in powdered wigs and knee-length pants and all that sort of stuff did so that we might be free on a Sunday where all the lessons talk about peace. So we have to be prepared to, as one of my professors used to say, to embrace the dialectical ambiguity of the existential situation, to hold two things in tension, God's peace and the real world in which we live. And it is a very difficult tension to hang on to both. And yet those old men in powdered wigs some 200 and some odd years ago understood a singular point. There would be no peace as long as a foreign leader, a foreign king, had control over their tea and over their lives. And so we we remember both. And as the Old Testament says, there's time for peace, there's a time for war. It is very, very difficult. Nothing is lost by peace. Jesus brings us peace and he leaves us peace. A simple quote by Pope Pius XII. On this 14th Sunday of the ordered Sundays of the year, that's what the ordinary time means, the numbered Sundays of the year, we're in number 14, the church draws our attention to the need and importance of peace in the world. The church also reminds us that Christ is the source of our peace. One of humanity's natural desires is to live a peaceful life. Ordinarily, one would expect humanity to enjoy more peace and harmony with all the scientific discoveries and inventions in our world. One would think, wouldn't one? Unfortunately, it has not been so. This is because peace comes from God. So it must be appreciated and nurtured and preserved as a gift from him. In the first reading for today, God in his infinite goodness offers us peace. Now towards her I send overflowing peace like a river. When we allow this peace to flow into our hearts and guide our lives, we become fulfilled, satisfied in our communities, and indeed the entire world become a wonderful, peaceful place. Therefore, God calls us to be messengers, instruments, and agents of this peace. It must flow from us and through us to others. 
Unfortunately, most of us today have lost our focus. This is by assuming that peace comes from material and physical wealth. How many cars, houses, clothes, how much money one has in their bank account, and how many gadgets that you have at your disposal to be able to access your bank account, which has now become completely fouled up, and you're trying to find a human being to talk to. My friends, there are days where there is no stinking peace. According to the German Protestant theologian, Jürgen Moltmann, it is the fullness of life in the community of creation with all other creatures that is the fullness of the presence of the living God. Peace is indeed the blessed joy of a successful life. Successful not in the world's eyes. No, I'm sorry. In God's eyes. It is the fullness of life in the presence of the living God. It is the fullness of life in the mutual love of human beings. It is the fullness of life in the community of creation with all other creatures. This can only flow from Jesus Christ, who indeed is the Prince of Peace. In our second reading, St. Paul prays, Peace and mercy to all who follow this rule, who form the true Israel of God. Towards the end of that reading, St. Paul says to the Galatians, but to us and I think it's a prayer. Dear God, I'm at the end of this thing. I can see my life coming to an end as a preacher, as a peddler of Jesus Christ. Is there any way in the world that you could keep these people from picking on me? He was tired and he longed for that simple peace even if he had to find it in a jail cell. Peace and mercy to all who follow the rule of God, who form the new, true Israel of God. This means that peace comes to our hearts, to our homes, to our communities, to our societies, and to the world when we work in harmony with the will of God. Well, we live in a world where there's a lot of people who say there is no God. And if there is a God, we certainly can't know His will. And so we've got a lot of people out there for whom that sentence just doesn't make any sense. But for those of us who are believers... For those of us who are Catholic Christians, we know that peace comes to our hearts, to the homes that we live in, to communities, to societies, and to the world 
when we work in harmony with the will of God. It comes to all who bear the marks of Jesus Christ as St. Paul did. So we must make room for peace so that our joy may be complete in Jesus Christ. That little bitty short gospel acclamation is a prayer that we get from St. Paul. Everything we say in the liturgy has roots in Holy Scripture. May the peace of Christ reign in your hearts. It's simple. It's a prayer. It's a blessing. It's a wish. It's a hope. May the peace of Christ reign in your hearts. The absence of peace in any heart, in any family, community, society, or nation, leaves it devastated. If you don't believe me, watch the evening news. Peace advances our communities. Any community that welcomes peace welcomes an opportunity for both spiritual and material prosperity. You cannot have spiritual and material prosperity if there's not peace. Think of life in the Ukraine today since the 24th day of February of this year. The people of the Ukraine have experienced only war, devastation, murder, killing. Yeah because they're looking for that peace. And they know from the Old Testament there's a time for war and there's a time for peace. But the, the, the true goal is peace. The goal is not a foreign dictator running your life from Moscow. or, in our history, a foreign dictator running our lives from jolly old England. And then in today's gospel, Jesus equips us with the message we must bring to our world. Peace be to this house. House to house, home to home. It is a gift we must offer to our world. And not all of you are called to go be missionary somewhere. Just be a missionary to your neighborhood, to your workspace, to your school space, to the people you live with, work with, where we live and work and have our being, as the New Testament says. Jesus knows very well that this is what our world needs most, and he is ever ready to let us have it. With the peace that Christ offers, we must be prepared to transform our world from a culture of war and hatred and death to a culture of peace and life. Jesus invites us to be instruments of his peace. What we must bring to our world is the good news of the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ. In closing, 
See, those are the words you're always looking for. It means I'm down to the last paragraph on that page. No, 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 no. Finally, peace is precious and golden. Peace is like joy. It's contagious. If we have peace, it must affect others positively. Therefore, St. Francis of Assisi gave us a prayer. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. And where there is sadness, joy. So I guess all that's left to say is peace be with you. Amen.